Do you like the? Do you like the intro? Should I do the uh, radio guy intro? Yeah, do the radio guy intro. Are you sure? Yeah. All right. <coughs> All right. Welcome to Bro Dads. Holy shit! You're actually listening. What's up? My name is Philip Kapsinski. I am a cautionary tale road comic, <laughs> swirling in the toilet of one-nighters. And with me is Big Ball Sack, Harry J. Riley. Oh my God, Big Ball. God damn! <laughs> You've heard of blackface? This guy's got black balls. Bro, this, this guy's got gold balls. Oh man, I fucked that up. What do you think when? <laughs> When totally <laughs> manic radio guys absolutely mess something up, they're like, all right, this is Jay-Z and the platypus. Oh, shoot. I mean squirrel. Can we do that? <laughs> I'm sorry. I forgot platypus Dave left. He died in a terrible accident where, uh, ironically enough, a beaver uh, cut down a tree and it fell on him. I- oh, shoot. Y'all do have some fancy ones. What? Yeah, y'all had that was that was a red tail hawk that just flew. Oh yeah, no, we keep our predatory just... birds in the front yard in the valley. <laughs> <laughs> no squirrels in the back. <laughs> it's, it's like a weird haircut. Oh yeah, predatory bird in the front, <laughs> squirrel in the back. <laughs> that's what, that's what I'm gonna. I'm gonna get a haircut tomorrow. That's what I'm gonna tell her. <laughs> yeah, it's a red hawk in the front. <laughs> Acrobatic mouse in the back. Uh, hey, uh, thanks to the 17 people who listened um, to the first episode. That's the most I've ever had listened to one of my podcasts, so I'm breaking records. Nice, dude. What uh, about you? What about me? Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't like to pay attention to the numbers of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I just like to uh, do something for weeks at a time and then see if I'm going broke. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, oh, dude, you want to hear something wild that became not a real possibility, but an almost possibility? Speaking of things that can make me go broke. (laughs) (laughs) The post office in my hometown is up for sale, and I've approved for financing. I, yeah, I might own... A post office. Will you be Rockford. an independent postman? No, 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 oh. no. No, I just oh, the federal government would just pay me rent. That is dope. Wouldn't that be cool to be yeah. like driving around Rockford and be like, I own that yeah. old nineteen sixties building made from uh, lava rock. <laughs> <laughs> you see, you see that dying institution of the American West. <laughs> yeah, that's me. No, I don't know. I was actually there's so uh, yeah something people might not know. I uh, do comedy, but also I am a businessman. So uh, as they say in Mexico, soy hombre de negocio. <laughs> <laughs> I am a man of business. Uh, <laughs> And I saw there's a there's a dude who died. This is my theory, and I'm pretty sure I'm right because it kind of, it, you know, it, there's certain things like reading between the lines on like uh, commercial property. Yeah. So it's like, uh, it's like, an estate uh, is listing its collection of po- rural post offices and what Eastern, uh, which mm-hmm. I read that and I'm like, 
uh, five children are five children of a rich man are about to kill each other. <laughs> <laughs> and rather yeah. than make twenty six thousand dollars in rent a year, they want to cash out with five hundred thousand each. You know, as a big yeah. payoff. It's because so there's the whole portfolio of six properties is like worth millions of dollars, but this one in Rockford, it's very affordable. It's less than most houses, actually, way less than most houses. Mm. And it's already under contract. And I was like, man, maybe I think I could get this shit, you know, but I don't think it's going to happen. Uh, you know, why not? Well, it's just, it's a lot of risk. It would take 10 years before any of it makes sense. I have a kid about to go to college. So I feel like I should have mm. cash. I, He's smart. He can figure out a way to make money. <clears throat> like Mark Zuckerberg. He yeah, can. he could he could lose everything by buying a post office. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it just seems crazy, you know. The town over, one town over, the Fairfield, which yeah. is which is where uh, a lot of the, a lot of people would have connected earlobes. Too many people, in my opinion. I think they're all, you know, everybody's yeah. a first cousin. That's like a Norway situation. Yeah, yeah, they don't have enough genetics in Fairfield. Yeah, or it's like Iceland. Except yeah. no, nobody's getting stronger. They're all just the <laughs> bones are all just getting hollowed out oh, man, as they that, get more and more diseases inbred into the bloodstream. That would be a young black person's like paradise. Dude, if you, you can, went there, just if do do go out and get a gig out in Rockford or Fairfield and spend the night. Yeah, and just fertilize yeah. some people. Yeah, eat a bunch of pineapple, take a bunch <laughs> of Viagra. It's gonna be like twelve black babies in a fucking <laughs> nine months. Just really, I mean, just get ready to go orgy yourself out. <laughs> and they don't even—they don't. It's wild. Small town chicks, like if they're single and you come through the town, there's like, <laughs> you know, if they're, <laughs> they're fertile, they're like they're like a cat in heat. <laughs> they start putting their ass in the air. <laughs> Man, I always find that so gross when a cat does that. Yeah, it's just, and I, and I don't know why. I don't know why I find it gross, but it's like, stop being a little whore, man. Yeah. There's there's nobody in here to fuck you. I'm not gonna fuck you. No, well, you know, if you take a piece of corn and you can toss it into the cat's butthole, that's where cornhole came from. <laughs> we got the cornhole cat. That's small. T I mean, yeah, small towns, dude. I I don't know. That's it's just another like. There's so it's just the Fairfield one closed. The Fairfield uh, post office closed. It closed. Yeah, yeah. Which I would think might help huh. Rockford. There's uh, yeah. uh, there's one for sale in Rathrum, which is a growing area. I don't know. So I I was like, I was like, I don't know, man. This all just seems crazy. But I don't know. I don't know. I'm gonna I might go look at it tomorrow. If, if, if the real it might all. If, if they're trying to sell it as a package. They want to sell all six of these for. A shit ton of money, oh, okay. and uh, the Rockford one was the cheapest, dude. Commercial property, <laughs> especially like as uh, corporations are kind of pulling back, and then yeah. there's a lot less funding, and funding is super expensive. Yeah, corp. So normal. So for the past, when when it was cheap to borrow money at like three percent or whatever, yeah, you couldn't even find available like like uh uh I don't know what you call it commercial property. Yeah, commercial property. Yeah, and right now. The markets flip. If you want, dude, if you want to have a cheap place to live, there's a Chinese restaurant for sale on the Sunset Highway for oh, like $160,000. I would totally. Dude. <laughs> I was looking at that. I'm like, you got a bathroom? You got a kitchen? 
Yeah. Put up a wall, man, and you might be sleeping on a couple tables. They probably got yeah. a lounge. It's a Chinese restaurant. Yeah. You get a sick bar, but. Yeah. And you probably get a bucket of MSG just yeah. sitting there somewhere. Oh, yeah, dude. They got bad soup and everything over there. Hell yeah, I, man. I just don't know. Like, I was looking at that. I was like, is that, could that be legal? Like, if you're like, man, these houses are expensive. Why don't I just go live in this abandoned Starbucks? <laughs> <laughs> I thought of it. I have. They, have. they have kitchens and a bathroom. Yeah. There's a, a old... Uh, school for sale out in some small oh town. man oh dude it looks so sick they had a basketball dude, court that, that'd just be that's just a mansion <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah pretty yeah. much yeah yeah, yeah a bunch of a, rooms yeah. yeah it's a mansion that they were like no this mansion is only for learning yeah but then you can flip it around and be like no now this mansion is open for orgies well and that's that'd be so funny because it was a religious school Oh, yeah. Yeah, people are like, oh, I'm being so bad in this Protestant school. (laughs) 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 And I I think it might have been like, it wasn't wasn't like one of the big ones. It was like Seventh Day of Venice. You know, it was kind of one of these. Oh, one of those weird ones. (laughs) I didn't want to say weird, but yeah. (laughs) Look, Seventh Day Adventist, they're the offshoot that leads to the most cults. Yeah, they're that, they're that like group. cult light. Yeah, that yeah, group yeah. split. That's um, the Waco people. That's uh, uh, Jim Jones was um Seventh yeah. Day. Really? That's yeah. So it's like yeah. So it's it's like uh, it's the gateway drug. Yeah. For the cult. Yes. Mm-hmm. All it takes is one Seventh Day Adventist priest to start sleeping with all the women, and now it's a cult. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's all it takes. That's probably what this was, because there is like a master suite. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was banging everybody's wife. Have you watched the documentary on Netflix that is uh, about Waco? Yeah. But the, when the guy's like, well, he said he needed to have sex with my wife, yeah. and then he had sex with all our wives, and then when our daughters all turned 17, we thought, well, we better let her. <laughs> it's insane to me. Just you know, I, you know, no one ever gets up in the morning and goes, "I want to be manipulated into a cult." But it seems like there's a lot of people that are easily manipulated into being in a cult. Yeah, what is it? Is it just the the thing like maybe they don't have to think anymore? I think that's what it. Now, this is a theory that out of our seventeen listeners, ten of them might turn this off after this. But I think the Republican Party is a lot like that in that they want a a guy to just be there and be like, oh, yeah, yeah. And just be like, I know what is good. And because it yeah, they agree with it. Yeah. And because it, it agrees with what they already think, like you shouldn't be out having sex, abortion should be illegal. Since they agree with that already they would let a trump just be the king the king if well, he and the democrats to. are like the opposite someone comes out and they're like i do all the things you say and they're like if they're he comes out and they're like no we believe in i believe in everything and they're like well what we think is now even wilder yeah we <laughs> yeah like, so they're just like no like it's almost like no matter how much the the leadership of the democratic party wants to be like no 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 listen i'm on your side and we're all trying to move towards it. they're like no you're not you fucking loser yep. you're in power you're yep. one of the elites like yeah, cuz you voted me into yeah. power yeah. <laughs> so it's it's funny cuz i've said it's, it's almost like 
like they'll ne- there it's almost like it's so cuz it's be- it's a it's almost become this party of of the uh, at least culturally like the opposite voice like what's yeah. what's uh mainstream and it's like we need to push it's like that needs to get pushed yeah sort of like i feel like democrats are like the uh they're like the guy who are you're like, oh man, I love Soundgarden. They're like, <laughs> they sold out, dude. <laughs> like in the nineties, that was such a big thing. You're like, oh dude, I love uh, I love Groping Tree, and then you're like, <laughs> they signed with a label and you know wear shoes now because they can afford them. They're, <laughs> they're losers. <laughs> they sold out, and it, it's, it was always that shit always blew me away. Yeah, I love I love the idea that. Uh, the the party of freedom though has become like the party of we need one uh one king to rule them all <laughs> yeah and and i think and i think it's because that person just happens to be as extreme as the extreme side i feel like there's a you know i feel like there's a a good chunk of people that's in that upper third that's like what are you doing i i don't want to i vote I would be a Republican, but you guys are too far over here. Yeah. And and I just feel like there's enough there's enough of those people to change things and and if they had their way, Trump wouldn't have a a Congress to worry about or or um a Supreme Court to worry about. It would just be him making all the decisions because the decisions are in line with what they believe in. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like that, but that's the great thing about uh, democracy, right? Is because we can, we can be like. I mean, the, the, it's it's always like a right. There's a tide that comes in and tide that goes out. I mean, I think there was four years of like this is fucking the best thing that ever happened to America, and then when it got yeah. taken away, it was like time to burn down America. You know, <laughs> like, it was like America's the best country ever, and then you know, and then a loss, and it's like America's the fucking worst country ever. I mean, the left does that all the time too, right? Yeah. Like, I so mean, how many people were like, oh, if he get, if Trump gets elected, I'm I'm moving, and as soon as he got elected, oh, were, yeah, dude, I that happens every president. What's so funny too is if you closed your eyes and never knew who the president was, like. I I mean, now granted, I I lead a pretty good life, but I'm like, I don't know if I would ever notice. Man, nothing really, <laughs> nothing know? really gets changed with the president. <laughs> right. They always like. I mean, Supreme Court. You know, my son wouldn't have been able to abort all those nuts he's shooting in those ladies. Somebody, <laughs> 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 he's just out here raw dogging. Oh, dude, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, listen. If if it wasn't for the Supreme Court, I would be like, take off that condom, have fun, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but, <laughs> but I mean, think, I, I mean, if you think about it, from Bush to Obama to Trump to Biden, there wasn't really much major. They, they didn't like do anything like extraordinary. I mean, Bush had Guantanamo Bay. Obama said he was gonna get rid of it. Got elected. Kept it. Donald Trump was like, "Hey, I like it." So it stayed. Biden was like, mm, let's. That looks kind of fishy. He gets elected. It's still so. President, the the parties when it comes to the president don't really change anything. It's like Congress and the Supreme Court that are, oh, yeah. are doing all well, the. Well, and it also, weird I feel shit. like it's not affecting you unless you're like 
wildly rich or wildly poor. Yeah. You know, if, like during the Bush days, they were like, oh, now these billionaires are like, I can buy an extra yacht. <laughs> and Obama got elected and they're like, I got an Obama phone. <laughs> and I'm sure, dude, I'm sure there were billionaires under Obama that were like, sweet. These rockets are paying off. Yeah. <laughs> keep, fucking, keep launching those drones, Mr. President. But <laughs> I mean, shit. You know, Obama bombed. You know, just as many people as Trump did. Dude, he deported. He's deported more people than yeah. anyone else. You. I mean, it's so crazy. Like, I know. I don't know this guy. He's like the brother of someone. I, I don't know, but he owns a big pawn shop in Spokane and yeah. in, uh, in Deer Park and. uh as you can imagine, owner of a pawn shop, yeah. not a big Obama supporter. Yeah, that's but, yeah. Yeah, but the first, <laughs> but then Obama gets elected, and gun nuts start going yeah. fucking berserk and start yes. buying guns like crazy. And now this guy's like, "I want Obama to be president forever." <laughs> He's making everybody so so paranoid. I'm making this dude bought like a lake house Shit. during the Obama administration. He yeah. expanded to another location. Yeah, Ob- Obama Obama basically put him in another tax the bracket. The worst thing for gun sales is a Republican president. Yeah, because because the, <laughs> it's, it's, the it's fear wild. that they're gonna take. Yeah take them away yeah well that's you know you know i mean if i'm a conspiracy theorist which i am not <laughs> but if i was i would think that the main people that would be pushing the uh, abortion like to, to the, the like overthrowing abortion would yeah. be the dark government of the democratic side because it's yeah. i think i think yeah. uh, ob- abortion becoming threatened is helping the democratic party more than I mean, more than anything that I can remember, they don't even have a presidential candidate. Yeah, if people are like, "Well, who if Biden doesn't, you know, if Biden might not run," it's like, "Well, then, fucking who?" Yeah, it- Mayor Pete, <laughs> the guy who was a mayor of a town of a town much not much bigger than Medford, Oregon. Man. You imagine fucking the mayor of Medford, Oregon, being like, "You know what? It's time for me to take it up a notch. <laughs> time to be president." <laughs> His, his first thing, his first executive order is reopening Circuit City. Uh, <laughs> that's so. F- I want the sidewalks near my house fixed. Bet you the president. Uh, that was a cra- that was one of the craziest. Like I heard that guy talk, and I'm like, wow, this guy's really well spoken. He's an Air Force candidate. Wow, he might be it. And then I look, I was like, I th- I thought he was like the mayor of Cincinnati or like a <laughs> like a city. <laughs> And they're like, oh, he's a municipality near Indianapolis. I'm like, what, dude? They were like, look at these people protesting him. It's like eight people. <laughs> it's like, these are all the most important people in this whole town. <laughs> I don't mean, it just seems like this. Cra- every Dude, I cannot. I mean, the president, the Republican primaries. I mean, I don't know. Politics are so fun to watch if you just like don't get invested yeah do you know what i mean yeah. <laughs> like i mean it's a damn circus yeah i and mean like, people like to make fun you know like it, it's it's almost a trope now for people to make fun of trump but that dude would make an amazing roast comic oh that yes. guy would he yeah. is just and i heard that he built that because of his dad his dad was one of these guys that would um pit two people against each other and he realized that his dad liked overly 
aggressive, insult people, like people who just walk in and just start making fun of somebody to kind of bring them down a little bit. And that's just a part of his life. That's who he is. So well, politics if he wins, is great. I do not want to own this post office. <laughs> He was very anti-post <laughs> which is insane to me, because the because the the thought of um, getting rid of the the USPS and make it private is because they say the private sector would be better at handling it. Yeah. But if you think about that for You're a second, UPS dude, yeah, yeah it's, it's like so... what are you talking about? Like at least with um with the post office. If I send something from here to um, South Carolina, I can send a letter from here to South Carolina with the, what, 60-cent stamp? Yeah, and it'll get there in three days. It's nothing. If it was private, you're going to pay $10, $15 to get that same letter mailed. Well, this is that's the issue, though, is that a lot of people... Lot, the post office screwed up because they, they have that... they have So they have a $7 flat rate. Yeah. They have all these things. Uh, and so Amazon started exploiting the USPS yep. by saying, oh, shit, they're way cheaper than... So, it, like, in rural environments. Yeah. So if you're delivering out in the rural environments, it's still that $7 flat rate. Whereas if you go to UPS, they're like, oh, if I got to go to rural gravel road buttfuck three <laughs> yeah or whatever yeah. like the UPS is going to charge you a crazy amount, but the USPS charges you the same amount no matter what. So... It, it so once Amazon started implementing that, they yeah. were basically leveraging tax-funded delivery system to grow this ma- massive company. Yeah. So it almost feels like USPS should have been like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa this isn't for you." Yeah, <laughs> this isn't for a yeah. business of yeah. your size. Yeah, but I mean, dude, I know people that are out in the sticks and they're getting shit just like people in the city. That's are, amazing. Like every man. day, you know, oh, yeah. sweet. I don't have to go to the store now for these paper clips. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's wild, man. So Amazon Prime, I mean, once you get to what? I think Amazon Prime, you don't need to pay for delivery. Yeah. You don't pay for delivery. And, but um, since 2020, they've been a little sketchy with their um, delivery dates. It's USPS it, or Amazon? Amazon. It used to yeah. be two day, if it said Prime. It was either next day or two day. Now it's it's prime, but and I think that's because of the post office like catching on to what they're yeah. doing, and so it they can't like guarantee that anymore. And so I think they well, the post office also lost a lot of capacity. Like that's how they yeah they pulled back because they were like, it, you know, it's like rain, sleet, hail, sunshine. But did not include a pandemic. Yeah, yeah, my the, goodness. The, yeah, the, the 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 you know sea of dead bodies. We we will not step over all those. So <laughs> the, <laughs> anyway, should I buy this post office? Let's put it up for an Instagram poll. <laughs> yes, this, that would be so funny. Dude. Go to That's Bro Dad's. <laughs> bro, go to Bro Dad's cast at Bro Dad's cast. That's our um, new Instagram page. Uh, it took me a while to set it up because I didn't have a photo, so it just looked like somebody was about to scam people. You should but, just uh, take a photo of that. <laughs> Who is that? Hey, there's my wife. Okay. <laughs> Put your tits back in, huh? No, I'm just 
my god, dude. We went dancing this weekend. Yeah, I saw the um the gif. Oh, really? Yeah. Did Amanda post that? Somebody did. Shauna showed me. And I was like, mm. I'm like, oh, Phil had the suit. Wow, I do. I'm worried I don't follow my wife on social media now. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see shit. Yeah. Adult prom. It yeah. was weird. I mean, it was fun. Yeah, because, I mean, if you're married, it's like you're just yeah. going to dance. Yeah, no, I, I went up to every guy there and I was like, can you give me some tips how to finger this nice lady? <laughs> 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 Dude, it was it was ridiculous. So it was uh, it, it it was I don't know. Most live events like a show or, or music going to a live music or whatever, like there's a through line. Like oh, everyone here likes uh, this band, or yeah. even just likes live music or, or comedy or, or this. They like this comic or there's something. There's like a through line, you know. This just felt like you put a net out at the fair. <laughs> <laughs> there are people I saw. I'm like, whoa, is this guy like a? Does this guy own like a hippie? You know, uh, they were, they were people. Yeah, mullets and and <laughs> you know, coats look like they made out of uh, squirrel fur. <laughs> one guy, one guy had he had a sick suit. It looked like a, a disco ball with like sunglasses that lit up. Yeah. And then another person, you're like, did this dude just come in from the pig farm? <laughs> I, <swear>. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it was it was it was fun. Some people got I got a little dressed up, but. It was fun. We all danced. It was uh, some radio show put it on. Oh. But this was the wild. It was this is the weird thing about doing just getting into like uh, uh the weird place that comedy puts you in every once in a while and how it's not worth talking about all the time but like cuz so I had done a corporate gig in this room before. Okay. And it was so weird and when we got there I was I had to, I was like should I tell someone about this or should I not tell someone? And then, but immediately I'm like, oh, I want to tell everybody in my party about this. <laughs> it was a corporate gig for pharmacists. Oh. And uh, they, uh, they, before me was a guy who was like, this is the important of pharmaceutical medicines. Uh, for many years, there's this rare disorder where a baby's skull is deformed, and then it just shows image after oh. image of a, this deformed baby skull. And then oh. the guy goes, and the only way before pharmaceutical intervention uh, was they would have to wait till a certain age and then break the baby skull into a bunch Critical of tiny gracious. pieces and rebuild the baby skull. And then it's showing clips of oh of the the God. surgery and and then the, the these two year olds with like these giant skull casts. Why the hell? Do and the kids are. Uh, uh, you know, <laughs> 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 the eye socket's falling down a oh bit. Oh my and, and, god! And these are not surgeons in the audience, so they're yeah. not used to this shit. They're 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 people that are pharmacists. Yeah, it's like why? So before I go on, all these people are like, oh, oh my god! Like I'm oh hearing people goodness. gasping and being like, Jesus Christ! <laughs> in, the, in the audience, people are just like. Uh, uh, and I'm watching this like, what the fuck? Oh, there's an intermission before I go on. Oh my! And then he's goodness. like, and this now we can give these kids a pill, and their skulls don't get all fucked up or whatever he said. Holy and, hell! And so then it's like, all right, give it up for Doctor So and So. Who's ready for comedy? You know? Oh and, and, hell! 
Well, when I so when I was starting, I would have been fucking horrified. Yeah. But now I know how you know nothing in life matters. And <laughs> <laughs> so I, I immediately I made I made some ivermectin joke because at the time that ivermectin story about Joe Rogan just came yeah. out. So I was like, <laughs> I was like, you guys can tip me in cash for ivermectin, and they all were like, well, I'm fucking tired of here, Bob. But I was like, wow, I've never had such an interesting lead-in where I could talk about hammering a baby skull. <laughs> and dude, it really, it just, it's funny because the tension just got relieved, and then I was like, "Did they use a jeweler's hammer <laughs> <laughs> or whatever?" You know, I was just, it was, uh, that was a mess. But I remember it's weird. Like you get this, I, I mean, I, it's like a flashback. With I call it like it's like comedy deja vu. Like you're, yeah. you've been driving because you, you spend so much time driving. Yeah, have you ever been driving somewhere and you're like, I fucking bombed at a terrible bar in this yeah. town many years ago you know you're yeah. like i don't know what i was doing here but i know i've been here yeah there were I, there were free onion rings <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's uh yeah it's, i get that all the time in oregon uh, oh man so i'll go through some rural yeah. town in oregon and I'm like, oregon was my that was that was going to be my topic of the the week like you want, let's what's the it, what's the worst yeah 28 minutes let's get into it what's the worst uh, I don't know how to really. What's the worst bomb or performance Ooh, I love you had stories. in your career? You want me to go first? Yeah. Okay. Uh, my worst was uh, Medford, Oregon. Ooh, that the same room, Chadwick's. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we can say it. Who gives a shit? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I was, I probably was a year in. And this oh, was when, man, that's a, yeah, this that's was a when Tribble room. was yeah. um, running it. And I'm down there, and it's a, it was a Friday, Saturday still. And the Friday went okay. Saturday, it's, it's something, like, it always feels like it's going to just be a normal show until it isn't. Yeah. Because I walked in there, to, it's a, you know, it's a good crowd. It, everything just feels like it's gonna go right. I get on stage. My first joke—I can't remember what it what it was—but I, you know, I always had like a little icebreaker before I went into my set, and it got a couple giggles, and that's all I got for the rest of that. They set. They do not do a polite yeah, laughs in that room. It <laughs> was—I spent. It was like twenty-five minutes, and I did the whole twenty-five minutes, and I got nothing. Just nothing, no, no giggles, no laughter, nothing. And you know, now I would be, I, I wouldn't really be phased by it. I'd just be like, "What's going on with these people? This is fire." But you know, you, you're a year in, you're like, "Yeah, you oh, haven't, well, you shit. haven't road tested the jokes to yeah. react or whatever." Yeah. And I get off stage, they clap. Um, they didn't do like the sad like two people clap thing like you know you had a bad set when only like two people clap but they they clapped so they were respectful but they didn't laugh at all and i remember i i, I got my check i went and cashed it there i went and grabbed my bags and i and i jumped in my pt cruiser and i drove home and i was no, like i'm done with dude, comedy that's a 10 hour drive yeah that and, and I was like, I am Christ, done man. with comedy. Oh I'm just going to. Because I was in college at the time. So, I, you know, I was 
I was in yeah. college, so I was like, well, I'll just, I'll just keep doing college and, and just become a probation officer, then that'll be my life. I'm not gonna do this. There's just no way I, you know, I, I was just like, maybe all these other times were flukes. And I just, and I just finally met the brick wall and I'm not gonna keep spinning my wheels. I might as well just, because I was spending so much time away from home, I was on the road almost every weekend. So it was like, yeah, I can just be done. And I was, I think I was um, on um, I-84, I think that's that road. Yeah, it was yeah. rain. I mean, it was raining yeah. like crazy. And I'm just sitting there, you know, almost on the verge of crying because it was just so like, I Sounds was like, like God was crying for you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it felt like a movie, dude. Like, you know how it's like way too much rain? It's like, that's way too much rain. But it was raining like hell. And by the time I hit the dials, I was like, man, that was just a fluke. I'll give it a, another it shot. It's been like one in the morning. Yeah, it was <laughs> It was late. I got I got home. I, the, I think the sun yeah, was coming I up when I got home. I guarantee you the sun was coming up at the yeah. end of that drive, dude. That is a long-ass drive, man. That is wild. And I had, never bom- the night in the- yeah, I had never bombed like that, man. I, and, uh, you know, I've done... I've done, I've done bad. Of course, I've done bad since, but I've always had a logic in my mind now that not everybody can. You know, it's just like a performance of like a, a athlete or something. Like, oh, you you're not gonna be batting a thousand forever. Sure. At some point, you're gonna strike out, and so I now I don't take like now if I bomb, that shit's out of my mind. <laughs> By the time I get home, I'm already like, oh, that, well, fuck them. I got my check. <laughs> I'm about to go play some World of Warcraft. My life is still going on, but man, I was, I, I, I had to re, I had to re, think my entire life trajectory at that point, because I, because I thought, comp, I thought like this was the the road that I was going to take to start. You know, you start out on the road and then, you know, hopefully you start man, um, doing was, better things. The first time I did Medford, uh, I had. I think it was my first time I was on like the road away from like the Spokane area. Yeah. You know, and I and I was doing really well in Spokane, so I was like, Oh, I'm gonna light this place up. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, I don't even know if this guy would follow you know, this guy probably can't even follow me. And we had that weird did you was it attached to that casino? You remember, you know yeah. It, yeah, yeah. So I did did a casino gig, did really well there, but then I'm like, now nah, I can be dirty. Yeah. Uh and that, dude, I'm fifteen minutes into the set. Same thing. No laughter. Yeah. Full room, tot. And I'm I'm looking out. I'm like, what the? Fu-? I'm hitting some of my jokes where I think they're gonna hit. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, this is so bad, and it's not going good. I'm just like, oh no. And then uh, this couple came in 15 minutes in, and I just go, uh, I go, hey, what's going on? You guys didn't miss much. Nobody here has fucking laughed at a thing. <laughs> <laughs> and then they they and then and then I had a decent set after oh, that. Oh wow! In fact, Carl okay. even came up to me. He was like, "Yo, man, you really saved it. Good job, you know." And wow. then and then I saw the headliner go up. Yeah. Because you know when you're getting briefed for that set. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if it was like this when Tribble did it, but it was like. Oh, you know, like, do, like no one walks out of a clean. Com- it was all this shit about doing clean comedy. Yeah. And then you know, I get there, and Carl, who runs it, is like, "Listen, man, I know that shit on the thing. That doesn't matter. You be you. This is my room. Say yeah. whatever the fuck you want." But I was like, "I can be clean," 
And then, uh, dude, the headliner goes up and does like the wildest fisting, fisting, <laughs> and I mean, just a lot. And he he murdered as hard as anyone I've ever seen murder. I mean, yeah. this dude, fucking Mike Merrifield, dude, I will never forget. Well, I would. <clears throat> you hear about features burning headliners? Yeah. I felt like I had to leave as the opener. Shit. Like I, I was like when the show ended and he was selling merch and I didn't have merch at the time. I was yeah. like, I should. I don't want to look these people in the eye. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I, like, they're going to him. I mean, he, someone paid him 100 bucks for a CD, and they look at me, oh and they're like, fuck. hey, keep it up, big fella. <laughs> yeah, man, that is always... I don't understand why audiences even do that That whole thing. Two comics would be sitting there, and they'll go, oh, man, you were great. And then they'll go over to the next person and go, good night, man. It's like, what the fuck are you doing? Say nothing. Well, you know? I, so the opposite of that, though... One time I was opening for this dude and he probably shouldn't have been headlining and uh and he goes same gig, same room. I mean yeah. these are rough people out there in Medford. Yeah. And he's like uh he goes he comes to me he's like yo man great set that was fantastic and he buys whatever bullshit I was selling at the time and then he uh looks at the headliner and goes you don't deserve to be a headliner don't ever come back here. Holy. You should quit. Please you know I mean just oh my like God. Like you should be ashamed that you're com- that you're coming here and trying to do comedy. Like just did it, but dude, it was also like he was a British guy. Yeah, and and it was man. I saw people, but he had a fine set. It wasn't like he bombed. Yeah, like people. I saw this each night I worked with him. There would be people that would be like, they would be like, "What the fuck, dude?" Like, yeah, this fucking foreigner like it was we. It was a weird reaction. And so this dude's girl thought he, this oh. guy was funny, and I almost thought. Like he, I always thought like, does he? And it was funny because I talked to the guy the next day at lunch. I was like, man, what the? You, you, like, how'd you? Were you gonna fight that guy? Because like, how are you okay <laughs> after last night? That was rough. He goes, you'd be surprised, man. It happens to me like every so often. Like some guy, I just huh. some guy sees me and thinks that I'm either faking a British accent yeah. or they just have a real problem with me and, and because I'm British and they think. I think I think that might have had more to do with his lady liking him. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, both things. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. It's sort of like how do I compete with a British accent? Yeah, you know, which is insane. You know what? Something like that happened a couple of weeks ago. I was doing a show in Hilliard. Um, I didn't even know this bar was. This bar is like behind houses. Oh, on is a it the dirt biker road. bar, the country <laughs> bar. Yeah, it's a, no, no. It's not the country place. This is called. Um, it's got a bulldog on the. As the logo. Oh, yeah, yeah. And um, Bulldog Brews and Barbecue. Yeah, and one of the guys from our yeah. class, we used to do a class, um, Nanad. I, I don't know if I should have said his name, but you know, he's you know, he's you know, he's Russian. He yeah. Might, he's something. He's like Eastern yeah. European. Yeah, yeah. And um, you know, he's been doing, you know, decent at open mics and stuff, you know. And he gets up there, man, and he's doing pretty well until he goes, um, until he goes, you know what? Uh, us foreigners, um, we we like America, you know. We and then he lists off like he talks about like the mass shootings and stuff, and the room just yeah, yeah. That's when the room was done with him, man. And I give him this. He noticed that, and he was like, "All right, good night." Like as soon as he was done with his um, sentence, and he realized that the crowd was done with him, he was like, "All right, good night," and he just walked off stage. And I was like, "Dude, that." Because most comics will have yeah. an ego about it and be like, Mm-mm, "You will, you will get my point, one well, way or another." Well, it's funny, man. Yeah, like I feel like you're gonna have a guard up if you're coming 
from a perspective from another country because maybe yeah. you might be like, whoa, like I maybe I don't know what I'm doing right now. You know, yeah. Like, like if I'm in a room, like I did, you know, there's this club in the East Coast that's it's, it's like all Italians. Yeah. And it was funny because I was like, like I feel like I've never performed for a room full of Fibonellis. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it was Jersey. It was actually on the Jersey Shore. It was right oh, on the Jersey shit. Shore. Yeah. So it was like, uh, so I'm like. Am I gonna like? Am I gonna piss them? Am I gonna say something about bread that pisses them off? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm like, I should take off this Mario hat. <laughs> but I mean, you know, because you know, I think I th- so. Think think about it, if it's like you're in your second language. Yeah, you know, that would be so. I'd be so confused. Like, I can't imagine doing. Like if I'm, if I've thought about this. Like, how would you do stand up in Mexico and be like, man, you guys sure like fucking horns in your yeah. music? You know? <laughs> <laughs> and like, imagine be like, yo, man, our sacred Saint Ignatio with a saint of horns. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, fuck. I didn't know you were so attached to these trumpets, dude. Like, you don't know what's going to set someone off, yeah. especially in another country. So I, I mean, dude, like I used to go to, when I was in college, I would juggle with these guys and it was in England. Yeah. And, uh, one day I was making, I was making a joke and I was like, man, this guy on your money looks weird. It was the queen. (laughs) 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 I was like, like, yeah, we got one like this. He's like our, this is like our Benjamin Franklin. I was not letting, and they're just looking at me dead eyed. Like that's our queen. I'm like, yeah, I'm just fucking around. Like, <laughs> why would you say that? <laughs> Dude, I felt it's so we- bad. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> it's weird what cultural like things people will be like, no, that's that's our limit. Uh, so my worst bomb. Uh, well, you know, it's funny. I don't know. The worst bombs I've I've had are usually corporate. They're all corporate. Yeah. Uh, See, I don't really that, those those don't really bother me because it's like, oh, I just did this to make a check. Yeah. yeah Whereas yeah. is if I'm if I'm at like a club or something like that, I'm like, I'm trying to elevate my comedy a little bit, so I'm trying to. Someone told me to write the amount of money you're making at a corporate gig. And <laughs> I, which I like thought it. was a hilarious idea. So every time you're like, "This is terrible," you just look at it. You're like, "All right." Keep going. <laughs> I had a. Uh, I mean, it was a bad. I, just last, I don't know, man. This was, so the worst. I the worst. Tr- truly, the worst bomb was a. Uh, uh, were two corporate gigs that I had for doing improv, huh. which is horrific because Damn, that's even i think we talked about this where you, you you actually wind up cutting the check and you cut the check in half to the theater yeah and then you split it between everybody else Man, that's so even though they're paying kind of similar to stand-up corporate rates you're walking out of there with 30 to 75 dollars man that is yeah man. dude <laughs> and some i've had f- I mean, there were some really fun ones but uh there was one i bet i've told i mean i'll tell it's on this since uh, it's only our second episode and i'm sure i haven't told this story but uh it was improv these guys were like uh it was like a massive building and it was mainly suits but in the front there were like probably 20 people it was like 10 guys and their wives and they were all wearing like camo gear and like the sparkly 
jean butts. What and, the hell? Yeah. So they stuck out and they were in the front, like leaning forward. Mm. Some of them had dips in their mouth. <clears throat> and uh, we get ready to HR lady who that's always like someone who has nothing to do. Who's ever put a show on before. Yeah. She's yeah. She's like, oh, okay. So, um, I don't know, this might be fun. Why don't you guys make some jokes about the gift baskets? Because they're like a really big deal. They're worth like $500 to $1,000. In fact, the warehouse guys up front, it's the only reason they even come. Oh, they don't want to okay. come to this. Yes. They okay. don't, they're like, they don't want to come. But they love this, so it's going to be good. So she comes out, and she's like, all right, everybody. We're almost at the gift baskets. And two of the guys are like, start clapping. They're like, God damn it, about goddamn time. <laughs> And they start clapping really aggressive and like leaning in, you know, like pulling out their raffle tickets. One guy's hitting his wife, not like hitting her, but like, you know, like, you know, nudging her, like, like, get, get the tickets, you know. And then she goes, but first we're going to do an improv show. And one of them just goes, God fucking damn it. Like, oh, that. my God. And then I'm watching the guy and oh. I'm, I'm like, yo, this is not going to go good. And then, you know, improv shows always start out like with a real it's like almost like a high school prep rally energy yeah yeah you know it's like yeah. hey everybody what's going on you ready to have some fun okay yeah. uh let's do well uh, first suggestion let's get something fun you would do on the weekends this guy goes i would open my gift basket god damn and then we did 45 minutes after that it was a 45 minute oh. improv show of just confused people wondering what the hell was happening because like you think stand-up is a niche in the world of entertainment improv is like they like some of these people might have seen uh that television show whose uh, line is it anyway? yeah, who, this, yeah. So, and that's it yeah not nobody would is going to live improv and knows what it actually feels like yeah. when it doesn't go good you know and and those are the best people in the world doing that show and uh they cut out like a ton of stuff yeah they cut out tons and tons of stuff so it's so funny because you see people be like oh yeah okay i saw this on tv this will be fun and he just watch their face slowly get sadder and sadder <laughs> and be like what the fuck is this corn you know and then, you know and i mean i was also you know, part of a theater group that was like pretty corny, scared off a lot of talent because that people would be like, "What the fuck is this weird thing?" Because it's just well, improv can go spiral into such an odd, yeah, thing. You know, like I mean, you know, we, we talked you know, like, and a lot of times, like if you just pay the dues of whatever class, you just start getting into shows who gives a shit there's no money at stake nobody gets paid yeah if you go if you go to an improv show like nobody's getting paid yeah. which is kind of wild um yeah that's <laughs> it is really wild dude yeah. uh yeah so there's that and then uh i don't know i have i could tell one more corporate bomb story is that that was a bad one though because it was improv uh but i do have a stand-up improv stand bomb story okay is that it's too too many or no? There's no rules. Okay, what am I doing? All right. <laughs> Welcome <laughs> to Broadheads, an unlimited tale of bombing. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, so I got I was I was opening. No, I was, I was doing this gig for this. Uh, well, you remember Chad used to do that Coeur d'Alene room? Yeah, yeah, and everybody would be. Like, <laughs> like Wednesday, I liked it. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah. So many people were like, "He only paid me fifty, but one time I got seventy. I'm like, "Well, what deal did you make with him?" He's like, "Well, we didn't talk about money." I'm like, "Well, then next time talk about money, yeah. dumb fuck." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I mean, that's so funny. People would be like, he rips me off because he didn't pay me. And I'm like, well, you didn't a- you didn't clarify what the monetary situation was. So yeah. you can only blame yourself. I mean, it. you know, if you're new to comedy and someone comes to you and thinking and just tells you how much time you should be doing, you should be thinking in your mind, like, how much you should be getting paid. Yeah. If they say come do five or ten, you're probably not going to get paid anything unless you ask. Yeah. You know, that's that's usually like a guest set. So don't. I know. I hate that shit, man. And it's uh, it, it's all. Oh, oh shit, we're gonna have to talk about your new car. Um. Nope. <laughs> so yeah, dude, I always I, I hate that shit when people get because it's like you got because there's been times where I'm like, how much is this? They're like, oh, it's a thousand dollars. You're like, playing it cool. Like, all right, I will accept. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And a week later, someone's like, "You want to come headline this thing out in the middle of absolutely nowhere, and uh, you you get uh, you know a free half pint of beer, <laughs> and uh, if anybody actually licks, if a dog licks one of the chicken breasts, you can have that too." <laughs> and you're like, "How much do I get paid?" Like, "No, no, no, that's it. The, chicken, <laughs> the dog licked chicken breast is what you get." And I'm like, I think you don't know. I made a thousand dollars at an Elks one time. You, know? like, you don't even know who you're talking to, buddy. <laughs> but anyway, so, so Chad, he hit Chad hits me up and he's like, "Can you do this corporate gig for two hundred fifty bucks in December?" And I'm like, "Dude, that's way too low." Yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> but that's crazy low, man, yeah. for December. And he's like, yeah. "Well, it's just a bunch of plumbers and stuff, man. They just they just want to do something. They're a bunch of good guys." Da da da. And so I'm like, I, hate I, that, I didn't right? have anything going on. Yeah. So I was like, whatever. It was fairly short notice, and, uh, and I didn't mean credits at the time. So I'm like, whatever. So I was like, dude, it gets close to. The, I'm like, hey man, and then he hits me up. He's like, you're making three or four hundred or whatever. It was still it was way under what what the value of what the shows were, even at the yeah. time. I didn't fucking have any leverage and i was still doing better at corporate gigs so i was like all right well that's good uh where's it at and they're like it's at the centennial uh downtown which is like uh the nicest hotel in spokane you know they got the they got door guys valley park and i I show up dude it was red carpet they had a professional photographer taking people's photos against the backdrop they had, I walk in, they got a DJ set up. Everybody's in nightgowns and like suits. One couple guys are in like rented tuxedos and oh, shit. Good enough. And I'm like, so th- immediately I have like a chip on my shoulder. I'm like, yeah. man, they're fucking me on this. And so then they're like, and then, you know, I'm supposed to go on at eight. <laughs> it's be like nine o'clock. I still haven't gone on. Damn. Finally, they're like, we're ready for you. I'm going on. I'm only doing like 45 minutes of PG 13 comedy, even though it says. There's they're like there's they're a big firm by the way they're like one of the biggest firms in Spokane for yeah. this shit and it just says uh we get shit done but I'm watching <laughs> like I gotta be PG thirteen man come on yeah so anyway they give me the check beforehand which is cool I start going on sets going good and then this young guy like the youngest guy in the whole audience just starts going ha 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 ha, 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 ha like that and I'm looking at him and I'm like. What the fuck is this guy's problem? You know, and it was like uh, I was like in a, on the dance floor, so I'm like in a C. Yeah. You know, so I'm like I'm playing to, to my full 180 degrees. Yeah. But every once, every time I pass this guy's vision, he's just leaning forward, going, ha ha ha. Oh, he was begging you to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, and he was. So I'm like, and, he, and then he starts going, they're real funny. Ah, ah, ah. 
And I was like, oh, man, who let this uh, who let the kids start drinking? You know? <laughs> and he's like, how old do you think I am? How old do you think I am? I don't know. By the way, you're acting. I don't know. Twelve. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, he's like, man, what do you think with this? He goes, I, if I had my beard, he goes, if I didn't, he goes, if I didn't just shave, you wouldn't think I was twelve. And I was like, well, you're going to be pretty itchy down there next tomorrow, big fella. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> and so These I, are some good ones, man. It was happening pretty quick. And I, I, well, and it, it was like, it got a laugh, all done. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so I thought, so then I start going to another joke. And I just hear, I just hear, and then I, so I'm doing, I'm looking to my left, I'm looking to my right, look to my left, and then I'm spanning to my right, and he's on his feet now. Going, man, fuck you. I'll fuck you up, you what, motherfucker. How much time passed between? Oh, like like 30 seconds. Like like it almost happened immediately. You know, like I was I was just getting into the setup of the next joke. Because that, that got a laugh. I'm thinking it's over. I'm getting back in the set. Man, fuck you. You don't know shit. And he, he's, uh, <clears throat> he said something like, man, you motherfucking cocksucker, motherfucker. And then the room just is like, er? Like that. Oh, man. And, uh, dude, I was so close to saying... If I was sucking your cock, I'd be making a lot more money than I am right God now. God damn. But I was that, like, but oh. I'm looking, I'm thinking about the PG-13. I'm thinking about all the shit. But anyway, so I'm looking at him and I had that line and I just, I ate it, you know? And yeah. I hear somebody go, be careful what you say. That's the owner's kid. And I just go, oh, you're the owner's kid. That's why you're acting like a piece of shit. Oh, God damn. And dude, the place fucking erupted. Oh, like my Death Comedy God. Jam erupted like, yo, I can't believe that. Holy shit. And uh, then he gets really mad, starts coming to the stage to fight me. Yeah. He's fucking, he's, I mean, this is, and he would have fucking killed me. Like, he was not a small man. This dude was like, he was like, he was like 6'1", sinewy. He was like muscular. Yeah. But not buff. Like, he was like the kind of guy that like would kill a deer and then just like, let's just fucking rip out the eyeballs. You know? (laughs) Just... Like, dude, he just looked, he had that crazy farmhand energy. Yeah. He's like, look, I'm here because I'm lost and ready to fuck some <laughs> shit up, you know. But he was a rich kid, you know. And yeah. so uh, I'm, so he's coming at me, and I'm like, I'm about to make a lot more than $400. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm like, please break my jaw, dude. <laughs> These people look rich as fuck. <laughs> I will own 40% of this company. <laughs> You're about to be plumbing a post office in Rockford for free, bitch. Oh my goodness! So I'm like, I'm leaning. I'm like, dude, two chicks in gowns, a couple guys, literally lift him up and are pulling him out. Yeah, fucking fuck you up, blah 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 blah. And he leaves. It's awkward, like as you can imagine, right? Like so awkward. So how far? So. How I'm, far so I'm, I'm about I'm about uh, so I, so I, I I I look around I'm like I gotta defuse I gotta like I go I know this is awkward for everybody because it, it's like it's like a guest seeing how the family acts at Thanksgiving <laughs> <laughs> I get it it's fine it's fine but I want you guys to know uh, that uh, it's gonna be okay okay I have 25 more minutes of uh, PG 13 comedy. To- <laughs> contractually continue on but i want everybody to understand here i've already been paid so i don't give a shit (laughs) (laughs) and and it i 
finished and everybody was real nice. But it was yeah, it was surreal. Like it was surreal. If I had done Damn. it now, I would not have done like twenty five minutes. But I, in my head, I'm like, you wouldn't have done your twenty five minutes. You now, if it happened up? now, no, no, because first of all, huh. like in my head, I'm like, you know, in my head at the time, I'm like. How, how I mean, I'm like thinking like how do they what if I don't hit my time are they gonna blah 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 you know but yeah. they, but now I'm like first of all most of these people are shit faced drunk yeah nobody's you know I mean they got a show yeah <laughs> you know? yeah it, yeah was, this guy we almost got in a fight but you yeah. know whatever so I did, I could have done five minutes and it would have been fine but it, anyway I, I did twenty more minutes after that okay which was a very awkward twenty minutes and I wow. I mean I remember getting off stage like almost like like I went back to get like my coat and I was like. I was like shaky. Damn. You know what I mean? I was just like, I was like, what the fuck? I got to get out of here. But when I turned, there was literally like 10 or 15 of these guys shaking my hand being like, that was fucking great. That kid. Yeah. Because they all hate that kid. Yeah. They deal with him day to day all the time. He probably, he probably comes in with like a F two fifty decked out, but doesn't do anything. (laughs) Yeah. And they're just like, look at this piece of shit. And then when he finally got, you know, there was someone in the room that didn't give a shit about his position. Right. And that just, no, that's it why it took like 30 seconds situation. for him to, because I was like, that's why I asked how long it was. Because if it was real, like, anger, it would have happened within, like, seconds. But yeah, it yeah. took him 30 seconds to be like, oh, I can't let this slide. yeah. 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 yeah, so that's why he... Well, it was like he was stewing for a while. And yeah. Then, and then he just it exploded. And I bet that... Well, and when I, he came up and shook my... His parents, I think, they shake, came up and shook my hand. He just goes Shit. through his teeth. He's like, I hope you have a really good career. And he's good like shaking my hand. He's fucking psycho. And he's got the three dots tattooed right here. Do you know the My Crazy Life? Mi Vida Loca? No. Yeah, which is wild for, a, like, basically, you know, a rich hick. Uh, yeah. I mean, he's, it's a, you know, it's a blue-collar company. It's a rich kid. But he's like, and and uh, and, and it, dude is, yeah. So it's it was it was that was, I wouldn't. I mean, that's not necessarily a bomb, but that was like one of the wildest gigs. Yeah, and that I'll twenty bet, minutes was man. awkward as shit. That Holy me closing hell. that show out for twenty minutes was yeah. very awkward. But it's funny. Yeah. I ran into a guy at a show who was at that show. Oh, and he was like, "Man, you almost got a fight with the kid, the owner's kid. That was fucking bananas." Yeah, like, I bet you that's legend now. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah it, it was. It, it was that had to be quite a situation. I, I mean, I've, I just I've worked for corporations, as I said. Soy un hombre de negocio. And I just I can't even I can't even imagine like a physical fight breaking out of mm-hmm. work is like. The craziest thing and scariest thing. Not, we're not yeah. on the oil fields. We're not all felons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's so crazy. So I I but who I mean they, I mean I, this is a big firm. They do tons of residential work. I guarantee you they're doing like everybody in there was background checked. Yeah. They had a corp. They had a they have corporate mottos. They probably have a board. Yeah. <laughs> I mean they got a, they probably got HR. You know like I was surprised they didn't have to sign a like a non disclosure agreement, dude. Like yeah, I'm, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. He was like Jeffrey from uh, Game of Thrones. <laughs> he's pro- he's probably CEO of that company. Just just fucking just torturing cats all day, <laughs> making moves. <laughs> yeah, it's probably like a lot of CEOs like gain a lot of weight, and then they're like, 
Well, I'll put, put the president on the United States. <laughs> put the president of the United States on the phone and get me a hamburger and a Diet Coke. <laughs> He's probably like, get me the mayor and bring me a couple of cats. <laughs> I want to play cornhole. <laughs> I, um, I, think I don't know. I think that's a good. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Maybe we just do the one. Okay. Uh, so let's let's. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. How do we? How do we? We don't know how to wrap these up. Um, promotion. Promotion. Yeah. Okay. Because uh, this will be out um before the weekend. All right. Uh, go mail some things at thirty six West Emma in Rockford, Washington. <laughs> I might. You might be helping me potentially. <laughs> uh, and if you are interested in playing cornhole, there are cats available. <laughs> At pets, P E T S, <laughs> they're rescue cats with extra large corn buttholes. <laughs> I, I get the one with my name tattooed on the side. It's a tabby, and he's a little goofy. <laughs> you didn't promote anything real. <laughs> but, but I'm, uh, I mean, what are we gonna? You know, what's? I mean, I don't know. I like promoting. But I also, uh, I also uh, don't. Okay, you know what? I'm gonna be at Woodenville, Washington. There we go. In April 28th, and uh, right. it's at a winery called War Kings. That's a it, ridiculous name for a winery. Yeah, well, I'm. We're gonna fucking go bananas. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> the show's gonna start with me breaking a wine bottle over Greg Beachler's face. <laughs> How good a set is. Good or bad. Bad set, good set. I'm smashing it over his diabetic face. <laughs> and then we're going to have a war. I hope it's, it might, who, who knows? Maybe it's, it's so funny. What if it's like a lovely thing? Like, what if, what if it, I'm saying it wrong? And it, uh, like a, a, it could be like, no, it's, it's pronounced working. It's a flower. Like, <laughs> whoa, it's, it's like a Spanish flag. Working. <laughs> anyway, I'm at a, yeah. So, I mean, that's a good thing to go to. Also, I'm selling shirts on my website. Uh, I got Ooh. larges and extra larges, and I don't know if I'm going to order any more. This might be limited edition. Oh, so man. go to my website. I'm trying to get rid of these goddamn shirts. That's an all-time great shirt, man. It is. It's a good shirt. I think there are small towns throughout America where uh, women are trying to bring new DNA into that town <laughs> <laughs> by flashing it. To me. We're going to hit every point. In the <laughs> it's a callback to every single thing. <laughs> Uh yeah man so you know just you know just just hit me up dude <laughs> <laughs> just send me a DM my, I'm promoting my DMs all right yeah dude send me Slip a picture of your scrotum <laughs> didn't even ask for labias <laughs> I'm married <laughs> if you do have a labia put a couple ping pong balls in there and we'll make a pass <laughs> as a scrotum. <laughs> This is ridiculous. Transition on a budget. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I have a show this Saturday, the 22nd, at Charlie's on Monroe. Uh, Have you done that? Nope. It's fun. I think you'll have fun. It's, uh, you know, I I feel like these shows always go well until I show up. And then they're like, oh, man, this is the lowest attendance we've ever had. And it's like, (laughs) I wonder why. Um, 
so I'll be doing that on the 22nd. And on the 29th, I'll be in uh, Wallace. Wallace, Idaho. Ooh, um, are you doing Elks there? Yep. Oh, that's, yeah. Dude, I love performing at Elks clubs, man. Yeah. If I could make a circuit of Elks clubs, I, I would. I, I would bet you that is there. very doable. Yeah, it, they're fun, man. Every Elks yeah. club I've ever done is a blast. Yeah, I've always had fun at them. I, I, you know, I, I wish wineries were more like this, where people like understood like there's comedy going on. People don't want to get rowdy at, at El- Elks clubs. People will still get rowdy. Yeah, Elks clubs are being renewed. The memberships are being renewed, especially in rural environments. So you're getting like young people into Elks. That so is great. Yeah, it's cool. I, I mean, I yeah, there's I performed at an Elks club recently. It was. I was like the old guy there, and I'm, wow. I mean, I'm granted I'm 43, so I'm right in the middle of what that. Is. But <laughs> I was blown away. I was like, "Damn, dude, everyone here, you know." So they're they're a blast. People get wild. Wineries, you know, until I get there, they don't really get crazy. But even <laughs> dude, I'm, this guy, the guy, the cozy comedy that puts on this winery show, yeah. that'd be so fucking funny. If I just <laughs> show up, give me a mall back. <laughs> The bottle. I'll pay for it. Shut the fuck up. Give me the ball back. Just some bar comic going in there and just fucking destroying. The, just psycho came in here and just broke a bottle of wine and fucking grabbed his nuts and offended everybody. <laughs> now, it'll be great. Mr. Cozy Comedy, Travis, we'll have a great show. If you're listening, you won't be listening. But if you are, it'll be real good. Hey, um, buy my shirts. They're on my website. That's a great shirt too. Yeah, Half more bitch less. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was one thing, but I think people interpret it as another. And as long as they buy it, I don't really care how they interpret it. Yeah, yeah, man. Um, all right. Yeah. Well, hey, you know what? We've all had fun together. We do. All right. Good night, and uh, don't ever forget finger your cats. <laughs> <laughs>